Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Well, good morning. Today, we are on part four of going deep into what God is saying to us this year in 2022. And own, of course. And I want to introduce uh, the this fourth part by going to Matthew chapter 13. Let's go there, please. And we're going to start in verse 1. Because, you know, we, of course, talked about If we're in Christ, we're a new creature. Old things pass away. Behold, all things are new and all things are, uh, those things are from God. We also talked about uh, what he was saying. Uh, Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and a holy sacrifice except to God. And uh, we talked about that and what God really wanted from us uh, and Last week we talked about uh, Romans 8, 28. Went into more detail there. Uh, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good for those who love him. Those are called according to his purpose. Uh, so introducing four is Matthew. 13.1 That day Jesus went out of the house and was sitting by the sea. A large crowd gathered to him so he got into a boat and sat down and the whole crowd was standing on the beach. Verse 3 And he spoke many things to them in parables saying Behold a sower went out to sow. Verse 4. And as he sowed, some seeds fell by the side of the road. And the birds came and ate them up. And I want to stop there and go over to verse 10. And it says, And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? And Jesus answered them, To you it has uh, been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of of heaven, but to them it it has not been granted. Now this is is very important that I want us to remember uh, all of this year and on. It says, For whoever has, To him more shall be given, and he will have an abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has shall be taken away from him. And in verse 13 it says, Therefore I speak to them in parables, because while seeing, they do not see, 
And while hearing, they do not hear. Nor do they understand. That's the key. They don't understand. Let's go to verse 16. But blessed are your eyes because they see. And your ears because they hear. For truly I say to you that men are prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see and did not see it and to hear what you hear but did not hear it. Then verse 18 says, Hear then the parable of the sower. And we are just speaking on that first part there. When he went out to sow, some fell by the wayside. He says, verse 18, When anyone hears the word of the kingdom, or the word of God, and does not understand it, doesn't understand it now, the evil one comes and snatches away of what was sown in his heart uh-huh. and says, this is the one on whom seed was sown beside the road. Now, it's interesting that it said that the birds came and they ate of the seed because it was sown by the wayside on the side of the road. But it says that in verse 13 it says, nor do they understand. Nor do they understand. And I want to make sure that we, every time you read the word, every time you uh, listen to the word, every time you listen to a message about the word, know that this parable is in effect because what God wants is for us to understand. He wants to understand what's being said. And if we don't understand, then we're not going to be able to do it because we don't understand it. And so when he says that the birds are going to come eat it up, well, we know that the enemy, because that's, that's you know, you know, you know, birds not come, but we know that Satan, he's going to come and he's going to take the word because we don't understand what is being said. And I know that uh, many of you probably read Revelation or listened to it or, or both or whatever, heard messages on it. And, and a lot of us in, in typology, a lot, of, a lot of things, and you say, man, what do they mean by that? What uh, some things we don't understand, but I um, thank God that it said that blessed is the one who's read it, blessed is the one who, who hears it read. So it's gonna be, you're going to be blessed if you read it. You're going to be blessed if you listen to it. You're going to be blessed. Uh, whether you understand or not, you're going to be blessed. But, w- but we want some understanding. Uh, so my, my responsibility when I'm teaching is to teach in such a way, explain in such a way, don't be in such a hurry that I'm just uh, glossing over everything that, that you don't have an understanding. So, because if you don't have understanding, there's no way you're going to do it. No way. No way. And that's what the enemy wants. 
That's what the enemy wants. He wants you not to understand. He wants to get your attention off of the Word of God and God and onto a lot of things. A lot of things. I know that, uh, that I have visited a church before uh, out of town, and, and, you know, I'm thinking, hmm, and I'm looking around, and all these thoughts go through your mind, you know. All these thoughts go through, well, at least my mind, you know. Uh, I'm thinking, I wonder why they say that. I wonder why they do that. I wonder why, you know, this. I wonder why that. And, man, this is interesting because this is this. Nobody spoke to me when I came in. And this and then all this crazy stuff goes through your mind. And when, when, when the message is finished and um, you go away, you say, what did, what did you get? I didn't get anything. Well, I know you didn't get anything because you weren't paying attention. You know, you, you would think about all these sort of things. We have to be concentrating on what God is saying uh, when we are reading, when we are studying, when we are listening, when we are doing anything, we have to understand. Now, now it, it, it's interesting he said that, of course, uh, I said I want you to remember all the time is that for whoever has, to him, more shall be given. And it says that, and he, my goodness gracious, and he will have an abundance. Now, I know you want an abundance of whatever God gives. But whoever does not have to him whatever he has will be taken away. When I, when I was studying this, I said, this, and I've studied it before, I said, this doesn't make sense. Because it's telling me whoever has, more going to be given than he's going to have an abundance. But then it says, well, and whoever does not have, even what he has, I said, wait a minute. How are you going to, if you don't have, how are you going to have something? How are you going to take away something that I don't have? Yeah. And so I said, well, God, you're going to have to explain this parable to me, you know, because I don't understand this thing. And I want to have some understanding, you know. Well, well you know, um, one thing is that we can, you know he can't be talking about the same thing. It, you know, uh, whoever does not have, it says even what he has, so they got to be two different things. So I said, well, okay, uh, what do I have? We all have a measure of faith, don't we? We all have a measure of faith. We all have been given grace, right? You can't be saved without some grace, right? You're not going to be saved without some faith either. And, you know, let's go a little further. Let's go over here to Matthew 25. Let's go there. Because um, it's going to be saying, it's going to be explaining a little bit in greater detail, and, and all of you uh, know this parable of the talents, right? Uh, you know the par- parable of the talents. Verse 14, Matthew chapter 25, starting verse 14. 
for it is, it is just like a man about to go on a, on a journey who called his own slaves to him and entrusted uh, what he, his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, and to another two, and, uh, and to another one, each according to his own ability. Then he went on his journey. Now, we know that a talent is money. That's what he's talking about here. He's talking about money. And a talent, when you study it out, a talent is a lot of money. Uh, It's about 6,000 denarii. And a denarius, one denarius, is one day's, about one day's wages. So if a denarius is one day wages and a talent is 6,000 denarii, that means that's about how many days worth? 6,000. And then you say, well, hmm, well, I wonder if he works six days a week. I wonder how many weeks. And then you start doing some division and all that kind of stuff in math, and you end up, Ooh, that's a lot of money because we're talking about uh, this man uh, is probably about a little bit over 19 years worth of money, or wages on a daily basis. And so you say, well, this one he gave one, you would think that he got cheated because he gave one, um, no five, one, two, and then one. One, he said, man, you can give it one. That's a lot of money. A lot of money. Let's go to verse 20. The one who has received the five talents came up and, and brought five more talents, saying, Master, you entrusted five talents to me. See, I have gained five more. Let's, let's look at what the master said. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful slave. You have you 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 were faithful with a few things. A few things, man. That's a lot of money, isn't it? I will put you in charge of many things. Who has who he has been given? Right. He's gonna be have more. It said, enter into the jewel of your master. Verse 22, also the one who had received two talents came up and said, Master, you entrusted two talents to me. See, I have gained two more talents. Now, the master could have said, yeah, but you didn't have that much, you know. But no, he said, he said, he said the same thing, didn't he? His master said to him, well done, good and faithful slave. You have, you have you've been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things and into the joy of your master. Now, the one who he gave one, you, do you think it would have been any different if he would have come to him and said, Hey, master, look, you gave me one talent, and look, I, I, I brought, brought you one more in addition to that one you gave me. What would he have said? The same exact thing. Same exact thing. So it doesn't matter what God entrusts to us, 
what he gives us, what he gives us is according to, he's already said, according to our own ability, our, our own strength, our own, well, he's the one who's given us strength. He's the one who, who, who knows what we have the capacity to do. He knows what he's called us to. So that's why he said, don't compare yourselves to yourselves. That's not wise. And that's what we do sometimes, compare yourself to yourself. And, and he said, that, that's not wise because each, each of you is going to stand before me and answer for what I gave you. That's all you have to do. What did I give you? And what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to do something with that according to what you know my will is. Let's go over to uh, verse 25. It says, But his master answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy. Now, now, why is he calling him all that? Because what did he do? He went and hid it. Because the men of one, I don't know why he was said that to his master. When he was seeing money, he said, Master, I knew. This is in verse 24. Master, I knew you to be a hard man. Why are you going to say that to your master? A hard man. Reaping where you did not sow. What? You going to tell your master that? And he gave you all his possessions like that, that and gathered where you, you scattered no seed. Oh, my goodness gracious. He's, he, he's like he's alive, you know. And it says, and I was afraid Ooh. and went away and hid your talent in the ground. See? You have which is yours. So that's why he says, you wicked and you lazy slave. You knew that I, I, I reap where, where I don't know. So you, you, you and gather where I, I scatter no seed. Then you ought to have put my money to the bank. And on my arrival, I would have received my money back with interest. So in other words, he's looking for what? Increase. He's looking for increase. Therefore, take away the talent from him. Take it away and give it to the one who had ten talents. Now listen, listen here, here it is again. Here it is again. For, this is 29, for, the, for to everyone, how many? Everyone who has more shall be given. Well, you say, well, he's talking about money. He gave him, the one who had, had ten, so he gave him, he gave him his talent, and so now he had more. But it's not talking about that. And he will have an abundance. But from the one who does not have, even what he does have, She'll be taken away from him. So now, it says what he does not have. What didn't he have? He said, said, and to the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. It couldn't be talking about the money because he had the money and the money was taken away. But he says, 
He who does not have. And he had the money at the time. He who does not have. See, I believe God is telling us we need to use what he's given us. Because you have faith. You have grace. See, when he gave him that one talent, God had already given him the grace to be able to do something with it. When he gave the one the five, he already, he already did what? Gave him the grace. Anybody, anybody who's doing anything for God, God has given them grace to get it done. If you are a, 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 a teacher, God has given you grace to be the teacher. If you, if you show mercy, God has given you grace to show mercy. If you can sing, God has given you grace to sing. And if he hasn't given you grace, don't get up here and sing, right? Because the grace is not on you, right? Those who he have grace to do it, do it, right? You see? And it's nothing, it's nothing against uh, me because I can't sing, you know, um, the, the thing is that he's graced me with something. And so um, he says, I want you to use and multiply this thing. And so we can't use age as an excuse. We can't use anything. I know I was telling Stella about, um, uh, we were talking about because she was, um, had, was stepping out of leadership of worship. She said, but I, I, I still, I'm going to still be on the worship team. I'm going to be on the worst team until you can roll me on a wheelchair up here. I'm going to sing because God has graced me to sing. And, and he has. Right? He has. See? And, 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 and so that goes for every talent. I know I've talked to Miss Hollow before. Years ago, Miss Hollow, uh, this, this is Miss Hollow right there. Uh, she's 90 years old. 90 years old, right? Okay. She's 90. Uh, she'll be 91 this year. Uh, and and uh, so um, she was taking classes in horticulture and stuff like that. And I said, well, how are you taking all these classes? Are you going you gonna to go around planting flowers for the city? Or are you going to uh, do something? She said, no, I, I want to exercise my brain because I don't want to lose it. Yeah. Because there are plenty of people her age might not even remember how to get to church. Let's known drive to church because she drives, you see. Um, uh, she exercised her, what God's given her. She, I think when you were working, you were a bookkeeper or something like that. Were you a bookkeeper? What, were you a bookkeeper? Yeah, and before then, what were you? Okay, okay. I know one thing, you're smart. Okay, I know that. I know that. You see. And, and, and see, the thing is that, that she still uh, counts money. You still serve. See, she's using her gift. You see. She still serves. See? And she could say, well, I'm too old, you know. Uh, well, he who has, more going to be given because he's looking for what? Increase. He's looking for increase. Now, he who does not have, Meaning that if, 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 if you now don't have the wisdom, if you don't have the grace, 
If, if, if you don't have the understanding to do with what God has asked you to do, then what you have, which might be uh, math talent, it might be singing, it might be whatever, you see, because God's looking for increase. That's why he says, go and make disciples of all nations, you see. And sometimes what we want to do is use our talent, but we don't want to help anybody else younger who has that same type of talent. We don't want to help them bring them up. And, and, and so it's another generation coming forth that has the same type of talents that you have, but you have now discipled them, you see. And that's important because he's looking for increase. So we say, well, hey, I used my talent. You know, I, I, I taught and I, I did this right here. Well, did you, did you teach anybody else how to teach? No, I didn't. No, no. Oh, they ain't want to learn nothing. No way. No, that, that's, not, that's, not, that's not up to you. I have given you a talent and I told you that I want you to, I want to increase. And, and we don't want to hear what he said you wicked and lazy. I don't want to be lazy. Right? I don't want to be lazy. I, I want to be, I want to himself, well done. Well done, my good and faithful uh, servant. That's what I want to hear. You see? And so, now, today, I was, uh, that was the introduction. Today, <laughs> I, I, I said those things because, see, God has invested some things in us. He really has. And, and he wants us, the, the, the message that today that we're going to amplify, let's put it that way, we're going to amplify, has to do with when I taught, I said, well, we must learn to fight spiritually for what is ours until we win. Okay, now, what I'm going what I'm, what I'm, what I'm to do now, I'm going to just go back and... Uh, if, if you turn to Genesis 15, let, let's go there. Um, we don't have to, but we can, we can just talk about it. You remember, do you all remember in Genesis 15 when um, Abraham said, look, man, how do I know that I'm going I'm to be given all this land? You said, you're going to give me this land, you see. Uh, this is in Genesis uh, 15, 8 through 18. And it says, uh, okay, God said, okay, this is what I want you to do. I want you to get this, and I want you to get this, and I want you to get this. And then, uh, so he, he got the, he got the uh, animals and all those kind of things, and he cut them in half, and he laid them apart, but he didn't, he didn't uh, cut the birds. And, and then, in the dark of the night, God made a covenant with Abraham. But in a way, but, but see, Abraham didn't have him pass in it. God did it. He walked through. He walked through the, 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 the pieces. He made the covenant. But see, before he walked through it, when Abraham got all he uh, told him to get the turtle dove and everything, he, birds of prey came down. And these birds of prey, they want to eat up his sacrifice that he's, he's putting down there for the Lord. Uh, but what did Abraham, Abraham do? Fought him off. Fought him off. And that's what 
I want us to do because what God has done, God has given us, uh, if we will, if we look at it, in Second um, Peter, let's go there. Second Peter, it is it's so good. Second Peter chapter one, verse three and four. This is what he said: Seeing that His divine power has granted to us everything. Does yours say everything? Everything pertaining to life and godliness. He's granted now. He's granted. Through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellency. And verse 4 says, For by these he has granted to us his precious. If God says precious, they are precious. Precious and magnificent. If God says it's magnificent, you know it's magnificent. Promises. Is a promise something that maybe it happened, maybe it won't. If God promises, it's a promise, right? He's given us, he's granted to us his, his now, his, his precious and magnificent promises so that by them, you may become partakers of his divine nature. I want to have the nature of God, right? He says that I've given you precious and magnificent promises so that by these promises, you'll be partakers of my divine nature. Now, are we going to fight for it, are we going to let the buzzards come or the birds of prey or Satan and his demonic influence? Are we going to let them steal our precious and magnificent promises that God has given us? Because remember, what, 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 what's the rule? He who has, right, more going to be given than he'll have in abundance, right? But you know, you got to have some understanding, right? You got to have some wisdom. You got to have these things that God has already given us, see, because if we don't have understanding, we already know it's like going away on the way side of the road. What's going to happen? Satan's going to come and he's going to what? Snatch up what was sown in your heart. So we got to have some understanding here. We got to have some understanding. And so he says that I want you to fight off these birds of prey. I, I don't want them taking these promises because I give them to you. And if God has given us these Precious, magnificent promises is more than talent, right? Even though it might be 6,000, you know, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't match his precious and magnificent promises. Can't match it. Can't match it. So he says, this is what I want you to, to explain to the congregation today, is that I have given them to them, so that means they have it. But now, if they do not have, well, you know it can't be talking about the promises because he already gave them to them. It's got to be something else. If they don't have the wisdom, if they don't have the understanding, 
if they don't have the initiative, right? See, because it takes initiative to get up before you go to work and read the scriptures. It takes some initiative to pray. It takes some initiative to give. It takes some grace to give. You see? And so he said that, he said that if, if, if they don't have now, you know, even what he has is going to be taken away. So if he doesn't have the grace, if he doesn't have the wisdom, don't have the understanding, don't have the initiative, if we're lazy, then whatever we have, which is his precious, magnificent promise, because he's given them to us, will be taken away. Well, no. He said they are precious. He said they are magnificent. He said they are promises. That I may be partakers of his divine nature. And that's what we said we want the Holy Spirit to do, is to help us to become more like Jesus. Right? So he says that's the, that's the message because uh, you gave, gave surface stuff, at, at, you know, when you first said that, that, um, that, you know, you need to fight for what's yours. But this is going deeper because uh, you got to teach him that he, whoever has, more going to be given. But whoever doesn't have, that which they have going to be taken away. And so I thank God that you still have your mind and you've got a good mind. You still can do things because you weren't lazy. You weren't all those things. You start practicing. You start going, taking class. You start doing things, exercising that mind because she didn't want to lose it. You see? I don't want to lose my gifts that he's given me. I don't want you to lose no gift that he's given you. Every single Christian, every single Christian has gifts. I don't care how young you are, I don't care. You have gifts. And God has given them to you, and he wants you to use them, and he wants you to increase them, and he wants you to uh, disciple other people as you grow in yours, bring somebody along. You say, well, I'm just a teenager. Look, a teenager can get somebody that's a junior hire to, to, uh, to help. You know, you can help somebody, you see, and that's what my mother used to tell me. You know, you know, teenagers, they can, they can help those in the, the ones in the high school can help the junior highers. The ones in the junior highers can help the ones in the elementary school. You see, you can help somebody, you see, and that's what God wants us to do. So I said, God, I'm on board. I don't want to lose nothing. I don't want to lose nothing. We're going to receive communion. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.